Hello and welcome to the This is Oro Valley podcast. I am Nick Going, digital content specialist for the town, and with me today is Scott Zufelt. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Nick? I am doing really well. Thank you for being on. Um, Scott is our new information technology director. And how long have you been here now? Started the 23rd of October, so we got to figure that out. I can't do that math off the top of my head, but... About a month and something. Real fresh. (laughs) Fresh meat. We we thought I'd, I'd bring you on. Talk about your background and um, also discuss some cybersecurity stuff because it's that time of the year where, you know, lots lots of stuff's happening. It really is. So let's jump in. Um, Scott, what's your background? What drew you to IT, which we call innovation and technology here at the town? And uh, how did you end up with us? Well, let me tackle it in reverse order. Okay. How did I end up here? Well... I saw the job, I applied, I interviewed, they offered, I accepted. How did you get here, Nick? You know what? My reverse order is very similar. <laughs> a little bit about myself, and you want professional background, you want other things. Oh, I want to know the whole, the whole scoop. So I want professional, but I also, I like to get to know what makes us tick beyond just the office hours, so. I don't know if there is a beyond office hours. I <laughs> seem to be working all the time. Um... I am a workaholic. Okay. But I do like to, uh, in my free time, I, I have some hobbies. I like to paint. Cool. What's uh, What kind of paint? Acrylic? Uh, uh, I do acrylic and oil. I like to paint um, like landscapes and I paint miniatures. So like miniature wargaming stuff. So. Uh, fun fact, we're going to nerd out real quick. I know uh, I, re- I don't think that a lot of our listeners are Dungeons and Dragons players, but if you are, uh, this is the podcast for you. My birthday is coming up and I'm doing a Dungeons and Dragons party and we're going to be painting miniatures. So oh, very cool. Uh, I'll have to get some tips from it from you because I actually haven't done it before. <laughs> oh, you're going to love it. So there's a lot of techniques now for folks to learn to paint miniatures and do it real easily to get to a high Tabletop standard um, used to be much harder. Uh, so, yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> it's cool. We can talk afterwards. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, besides painting, which is really cool, and I would love to see your stuff, uh, let's get into we'll, – we'll jump away from you know the hobbies outside of work and okay. talk about how you got interested in, in uh, IT. In IT. Um, I've always been interested in technology. I really liked it. I started real young. Uh, I remember, so this is dating me way back. Uh, I started playing with computers way back in the VIC-20 days, TRS-80s, trash-80s as we used to call them. (laughs) Uh, Nerded out in in high school. Um, Let me go back a little bit. Are you originally from Arizona or where are you from? Uh, I claim Arizona. So I was born in... Thailand in Bangkok, Thailand, while my dad was serving. Gotcha. So, but since then, I've been in Arizona. Um, so, after a year, my first year, we were overseas and then we moved to the Globe Miami area. So, it's, you know, roughly 100 miles north of here. Um, went through high school there mm-hmm. and then um, went to the academy for a year, left. And then uh, back down to Tucson. I started at Intuit. So I was doing uh, tech support at Intuit for QuickBooks, not their Quicken product, but QuickBooks, their financial product. And then uh, I went back and I finished my college. 
So I got a bachelor's degree from University of Phoenix and a master's. So my bachelor's is in information systems and I have an MBA. So I'm now from Pima County. I spent 12 and a half years there. I went into IT there as a relationship manager. Um, the last six years, we were able to form a new department called Analytics and Data Governance. I started out as the deputy director of that department and then became the director of that department later uh, and then moved here. Gotcha. Well, that's very interesting. I find this to be the case in kind of the tools that I'm using for work, but uh, obviously you touch every department and almost every you know tool is digital these days. So that's you guys. Right. It's very fast paced, right? The world of, of IT. How do, uh, how do you keep up with it? You, uh, you're bludgeoned with it, right? <laughs> okay. you, you have to, and when I say you're bludgeoned with it, think about this, right? We're, my two biggest concerns right now, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence. Yeah, right. Right, and, and we're being bludgeoned by artificial intelligence right now, really. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It, it is so exponential. How do you keep up with it? Um, if you're not a lifelong learner, you're going to struggle, mm-hmm. right? I, I think that's with everybody and everything now, right? It's just we cannot be stagnant. You can't rest on your laurels. You have to always improve and want to know more, but you have to know where your boundaries are, right? I can't know everything, but in these areas, I'm an expert. In these areas, I'm an inch deep and a mile wide. Sure, yeah. That's very interesting. I wanted to give residents a sense of the sorts of tools, applications, and and like things that your team is managing or assisting with that touch their lives, um, either directly or indirectly. Everything that is that people access on a computer, right? We have some sort of hand in it, whether it's the systems out at water, right? Right, where where we're measuring the flow, the SCADA system, the 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 system control and data that that manage the 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 meters and manage the the water flow through through the pipes um people in in who interact with uh parks and rec right the parks so if you go over to the rec center and you're doing something you're hearing music pipe through we work on all of that you get the reservations all of those things and we even you know have information and network out to the golf cart areas out there. So the, the folks that are out in those uh, remote areas, we have radio networks that actually talk to them and we're able to communicate with them and make sure that they're doing, um, you know, the projected work that they need to do on time in a good manner. Um, we, we hit everything. Before we get into cybersecurity, one other thing I wanted to touch on um, we've had this conversation before, but is also um, IT's role in accessibility. Because we think a lot about physical accessibility, right? How can you get into a building? Is there a ramp? Is there an elevator, right? But digital accessibility is a big thing too. And uh, and your team is pivotal in in making sure that, you know, people with um, vision impairments, right? Or even different language support, the ability to search through PDFs and documents and, and um, make sure that there's secondary ways of having uh, a service completed. It could be something like you know, booking a trip on our, our shuttle service. 
Um, and that's, that's a big part of that your team does too. So any words on that, but also just want to say big thank you for that. Accessibility, you know, web accessibility has always been huge and we have to look at applications and the things that we put out there to make them accessible for folks that, that have some vision impairment or are not sighted, that have screen readers. We have to be aware to make things available to folks that need these services and, and we we have a, a duty and an obligation to provide and it's our privilege to come up with the answers that they get to use right it is absolutely a privilege that we get to help i want to move on now so we will start talking about cybersecurity. i was uh, i was just thinking about this because i think i'm pretty mindful of phishing attempts and etc right well, just recently in my own personal email, I've been getting these uh, UP what what look like UPS, right? Right, uh, right. Delivery That's, notifications, yeah. and I they're so realistic that before I realized they weren't real, I asked myself, "What did I order?" Right, <laughs> and I thought that my card had been out there, right, mm-hmm. and it wasn't upon really close scrutiny that I realized this was not actually UPS, um, and I'm a I don't want to say expert, but I have to deal with branding all the time in my position. So I'm no stranger to looking at something and trying to make it look professional like it represents the town. Um, So obviously we're having really sophisticated phishing attacks. Uh, With AI, I've heard of phone calls now that are uh, spamming people's voices. So they might call you and sound like a family member. Yeah, you really have to be aware now, Um, especially during this time. Mm -hmm. During the holiday season, there's like a 400% increase in cyber attacks. Wow. They know this and they target the U.S. They They target us because we have Black Friday. We have a million sales going on. You are more interested in the deal than you are about security, right? Yeah. There's that tension between security and convenience. I want that deal. I want it. I want to click on it. Oh, but the URL is spelled wrong. Did I even look at it before I clicked on it? I don't know, right? It, every day leading up through the holidays, it's more and more and more. A year over year, it's like 20% increase that we see in cyber attacks. And you know, my goal is to keep us out of the headlines. I don't want to be the latest victim. Right. Uh, there are plenty of other victims out there. And, and when you talked about these voice attacks, they call it vishing, V-I-S-H-I-N-G. Oh, I didn't even know right? Instead of phishing, it's vishing. It's voice phishing. Uh, so that they're using AI because uh, if they find sound bits like this or someone else, AI can listen to it and mimic your inflections create words. Uh, it's smart enough now that there, um, there are sites uh, that you can just start to speak and tell it what voice you want. And uh, they, they were testing it with well-known actors and you would listen to it and you would swear it was that actor that was talking to you. Just take a minute, take a breath, right? I'm going to put it in some holiday terms. Mm-hmm. Right. So before you unwrap that email, look at it and say, did I really order something or 
how many things did I order and how many shipments are supposed to be coming before I click on them all? Or is there a preview? Because even previews trigger some things, right? So before you unwrap, open those emails and you're worried about it, you know, think about it. You know, look at and evaluate your own password security, right? That the longer your password is, the longer it takes to hack. It's about length. So they recommend 14 characters. They do not recommend you using uh, symbols, numbers, all of these different things to make it more complex, but the length is what matters. And if you want to know how secure your password is, you can go Google uh, how strong is my password. It'll take you to security.org now and uh, you can it doesn't cache your password. It's just running a little applet on your browser that tells you about how long it would take for current technology to hack your password. So when you get into 14, 16 character length, including, um, you know, all inclusive, you're getting up into the trillions of years. Okay. So it takes a while. I won't be here any longer for that. I would feel comfortable with that amount of time. Do you recommend... Another tool, and this is one I hope you recommend it because if you're anti it, I need to get off this. But uh, using like a password manager app, something like LastPass. Absolutely, um, we I do recommend password managers. That is also part of the guidelines from this now because uh, you can memorize a passphrase to get into it. I I, I personally use LastPass. You know, you were saying safety is more important than convenience. And I agree with you. It does have some nice convenience features, however. So if you have a password saved in it and you visit a website for something that you have a, a password saved, you know, you're trying to get on Netflix on your phone or something, it will automatically prompt you to fill it out using the last pass credentials. And so, yeah, as long as you remember that first password, you've got it there. It's quick. It doesn't require, you know, a huge amount of strain. Something that I've also been able to use to kind of save the parents' password for their internet and the things that, like, honestly, they forget. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's become my duty to manage that. So if you're not just saving your own passwords and you add your, you know, all of your families as well, it's an invaluable tool. And, and what I love about LastPass is they have that families option. Mm -hmm. So I can add six people and manage the account and... I don't see their passwords, but I can manage it. And I have emergency access to help them get access to their passwords yep. in case they forget. That's a big deal. So too. that is a big deal. Are there other, um, so just to recap, we've got having a complex password, a longer phrase. Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be tons of characters, but a longer phrase. Using something like a password manager. Are there other techniques um, or anything, recommendations to stay safe, you know, scrutinizing those emails? Scrutinizing the emails is the biggest thing. And, and think about it before you open an attachment. If you don't know who it's come from, if you didn't order something, don't open it. Just be safe. Delete it. Re delete, hit report. It's, it's okay to have some sort of uh, a low-level, maybe paranoia about it. They mm -hmm. are out to get us. They are out there. Um, I don't know anybody who has not received phishing emails, scam emails, 
spam phone calls, any of these things that are, you know, it, it's just robocall. It doesn't care who you are. Just be aware. I mean, awareness is the biggest thing. So instead of sitting there with your family watching It's a Wonderful Life, maybe pick up, pick up your phone, look at it and, and just Google, you know, what are the latest cybersecurity incidents? What's, what's out there? How can I protect myself and look at some of those sites and just be aware of those things that are occurring and um, use your common sense is going to be the biggest thing because now as AI is starting to be utilized more and more generative AI, right? This true AI that is creating things uh, and able to mimic voices and able to mimic images that if it feels a little off, yep, listen off. to that. It's <laughs> off. Well, taking a step, well, not necessarily away from cybersecurity, but um, I wanted to give you a chance to highlight any IT initiatives or projects that the town's working on or completed just last week, while well, y'all, all y'all, if some of you are from Texas, right? <laughs> yep. Parts of Texas, all y'all, while all y'all were enjoying Thanksgiving, uh, I had a, a portion of my team working on uh, moving the core router. So we did a core router upgrade. So that uh, increased the the infrastructure band backbone, not band bone, backbone for the town. Uh, positioning us for the next five to 10 years, right? To give us enough capacity for growth and, and uh, bandwidth use here at the town that we're not going to have to upgrade that for a while. Cool. So it's really, that was a, a big thing that we just did. Um, so we're installing extra power out here. So that's one of the projects that we get to do. That's one that we're doing in combination with facilities. So facilities is out here down below admin building. They're building a wall, installing a generator. We're making sure it's tied to the to the network correctly, um, you know, it has the added benefit that I, you know, that I've been privileged of, of blocking the bottom parking lot and aggravating <laughs> right. everybody. No, but that's so very you can't important. park here, you need to uh, move away, but uh, yeah, or if you're parked here, you're stuck here all day long. <laughs> so, that, you know, those are some of the things that we did. Those are some of the smaller projects we're going to be, um, we, we just finished also with uh, the police department we we upgraded all of their uh, mobile computing devices for their cars so that they're all on the same form factor now that they're all the same and uh, they're assigned to an individual we we changed how we were assigning it we used to assign it to a vehicle and you know different folks would log in but now it's assigned to a person and they can take that same computer from vehicle to vehicle and just plug and play now. That's so pretty it's, cool. It's been really good. Very cool. Well, those are definitely neat. I love how varied all these projects are, right? From PD to comms to, you know, admin-wide building infrastructure. So, obviously, uh, you're a very busy man. Thank you for joining us <laughs> for the podcast, but also thank you for joining the team so that we can, you know, get all this stuff done. It's my privilege. You know, I, I want to say thanks to Chuck. Mm -hmm. uh, he left me a great team here. Uh, Chuck, if you, if you get to listen to this, thank you. You, you made an awesome team here and I want to continue building on what you've done. Well, 
Thank you for joining uh, this holiday season. Everybody who's listening, I hope you guys are safe out there, uh, not just physically, but digitally. And now you have the tools and the knowledge how to protect yourself um, from any cyber. We've got any cyber vishing attacks or phishing attacks. Be vigilant out there, uh, but enjoy the time with your family. And once again, Scott, thanks for coming on today. Oh, thank you, Nick. It's been my privilege to be here. Uh, it has been my privilege. And uh, for you listeners, stay tuned. We'll have more exciting podcasts for you in the coming months.